0: to this episode of the 9420 podcast, where we talk about the music that we love and the industry that we tolerate. If I had no
1: cash to spend, if I forget we had plans, when I feel like breaking down, oh you'd be there to hold my hand, lost in my head, pull me back to bed, oh. When I feel like I got nothing left I got, I got you I got, I got you I got, I got you
0: to the 9420 podcast that was i got you by hariz um and just to let you all know tonight not only do we have some more music and we'll be featuring his latest single towards the end of this podcast but we also have some answers from him that we'll be featuring as well talking about his music and what he's got going on hi carl and greg how you guys doing
2: Hey. Hi, Colin Greg. Yeah, that's our new thing. I think. I think it makes more sense for. I think from now on, we're gonna, you know, because we've had the question of the week. Or a lot of times, we've had the question of the week. Just be questions from other people, and then play these other artists. So now we're we're kind of like coagulating. What's the word? Coagulating.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's co- the right amb- word.
3: We're ambulating.
2: We're ambulating <laughs> and coagulating our words, our our podcast, and having the artist we feature also ask answer our questions.
3: Trying to get it figured out. I mean, fact of the matter is, all we want to do is help people discover new music, and um, we want it to be licensed in the process. So we're we're good. It's been a good week, has it been? Yeah, because I I, I like this artist. Well, it hasn't been so good in on, in the work department because I've been dealing with music distributors, and I've kind of done a reset on my expectations for helping new artists. Into the industry at large. I think I've come to the realization that I need to lower my expectations considerably. I think that just because the digital disruption created all these avenues for people to get onto playlists so that their music could be potentially streamed, right? That stuff didn't exist 30, 40, 50 years ago. You had to go through the proper channels. Well, you can still go through proper channels, but. Fact of the matter is that your inability to get any attention in these markets, that's kind of always been there. So I guess what I'm trying to say is every artist that I want to work with, every artist that I want to help, every writer I want to help, I can't have the expectation that they're going to become a bona fide nineteen seventy-eight rock star.
2: Yeah, but you know, but just cut in, but even back then, you know, how many times even back when it was more just conventional, like in the seventies and eighties, it still it was you know it was a shot in the dark if you if you got a hit
3: exactly that's my uh, point there, and, and there's, there's, there's
2: a lot more of people out there putting out stuff but it's still a you know a one in a million shot to be a rock star you
3: know there was a clear path
0: I thought that was one of the rules no no more rock stars yeah well that,
2: that's- yeah but 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 well, you rock
0: star in the sense
2: that to be a a big success let's say. Even back in the seventies, you know, a, a ton of records, even not as many as now, uh, but a ton of records came out. But a lot of them went nowhere, you know. And they, they shipped plywood. You remember the, the, you know, like you know that whole especially right. like, they shipped platinum. Yeah, yeah. Mine, I shipped linoleum. Cardboard. Yeah, no. I shipped cardboard. Oh, linoleum <laughs> kind of good. So yeah,
3: I mean, I I just think that um, I'm wanting too much for the people that I try to help. Basically, you get as much attention as you can. And if you're lucky, if you're successful, if you're blessed, what will happen is that you'll be able to do music full time and you'll have a uh, group of listeners that support you on a long term basis. You can make music your career. You may not be driving a Bentley, but you may be able to make the mortgage payment. And that'll happen over time, just like it happened over time for bands that built careers in the 70s, 80s, 90s. But back then, there was a clear path. There is no clear path today,
0: so I know you you've said that you have to lower your expectations, but does that also mean that artists need to lower their expectations? or well, well, first off, let's es-
2: let's establish what are expectations. What do you mean? Like, um what is success and what is not success? Well, I, well, you know, I think like, well, artists what is, what is the barometer?
3: I think art, art, I think artists want hundreds of millions of streams. I think that's what they want.
0: But again, but even that doesn't equate to like a whole lot of money.
3: Well, I know, but the point is, it takes hundreds of millions to
2: to me. I, I still think no matter what you're doing, streams online, offline, digital, whatever. Until you are at the place where you can sell out a a three to five thousand seat hall like a Beacon Theater in New York or a Ryman Auditorium and sell that out, you know maybe once or twice a year, do a tour of that of that level. Well,
3: I think that's a legit career. I mean, right, I'm uh, saying that's
2: legit career. So that's the kind of you know you you're not selling out the Garden fifteen nights, but if you can do the Ryman or 3,000 to three thousand seat halls in in twenty cities across the country twice a year, let's say and go on a, a tour and, and and make like you know. $250,000, $300,000 when all is said and done.
3: Yeah. If that, you can
2: that, a nice boutique career.
3: And pay, I mean, be, pay a band. and yeah, right, right,
2: right. That's a career. Just having streams in and of itself doesn't mean anything unless you've parlayed that into doing something with it.
3: I know it sounds very old school, but I think the jury's still out on streaming, quite frankly. There's I agree. A, there's a faction of people that will tell you that streaming just became the coin of the realm for a short period of time. And the people that made the streams available, bought off the major labels and bought off the labels that carried the rights associated with them building their business. They bought them off. And now the people that that are up and coming, you know, if they're not associated with one of those labels or one of those major publishers or one of those distributors, for that matter, that's providing services, they're going to have a hard time garnering 100 million streams
2: but i'll tell you same
3: path as there was in 1966
2: and every time there's been like you know a progress or like a a technological advancement or whatever the one who always got screwed (laughs) was the artist so no matter when radio happened and when when records started being made whenever there was a new thing the first the the first one always they get screwed was the artist it's like a joke you know so And until finally they figure out a way to, to to cash in on it, and then I think that's going to happen here again too. Artists are going to find a way to say, "Listen, man, you guys are thinking you're, you know you own everything with this technology, but we're still the artists. We have the power, and we're going to take it back somehow." And once they figure that out, I think it'll change. And you know, and now that I'm rethinking, there may be a. A new day of a new kind of rock star coming, you know.
3: I'll at- tell you what I I'll tell you what I want. I what I what I would hope for artists in the future. I think this could be crazy, but I think there should be a complete and total support and return to terrestrial radio. And I'll tell you why, because. Radio, you know, you could make the case that they screwed the artist because they weren't paying a royalty on the master, but the artist wasn't making any money anyway because the record company that was ripping them off on a regular basis own the master. So, you know, the radio business has been dumping millions and millions, hundreds of millions of dollars into the record business and into the artist business for 50 years. So now that, you know, their, their lifeline seems to be keeping radio receivers in cars, maybe artists should gather around that 250 million people a week audience and say, you know what? These people are easier to get to than um, those people on those 1 billion playlists that are up at, at Spotify.
2: In order for terrestrial radio to stand, the way that has to happen is it's cars. Because that's the only place people listen to radio anymore, is in the car. And, and if you take Sirius and satellite out of the cars and just keep it back to them in the cars, maybe there's a chance. Other than that, terrestrial radio, the way we know it, is going to be gone. And that's just a fact. I don't care what you say.
3: Radio's is a mom and pop business. I mean, I know there are big conglomerates out there, but it was for the last 50, 60 years, been a mom and po- it has been a a mom and pop business. That's why I think that might be approachable again. And you know, well, well, again,
2: I, I heard something you know kind of uh, associated or kind of connected. Again, follow the money. Where's the money? That's the whole thing because you know all these things come down to money. I was just hearing a thing about a lot of local cities and towns no longer have local newspapers because there's just no money in it anymore. So they've all disbanded and gone away. So what's happening is a lot of these small towns are, are, are these people are setting up their own little blogs or little like local town crier websites. Or Facebook pages. Facebook pages, but, They're not being policed correctly. So you're getting whoever's doing it. They're leaning on certain things, whether their information is correct or not. And people are, you know, and so, again, it's back to what I always keep saying. What do I keep saying, guys? Pull the plug. Um,
0: Unplug the internet.
2: (laughs) Pull Pull the plug! I think you got to do this. Is what you got to do. This, this, this is my new. This <laughs> it's is my, so
3: preposterous. This is
2: my new. I'm telling
3: people to get back to trust your radio. You're saying pull the plug on the internet. Uh, if no, this, this, if this, this episode doesn't get canceled, thing. listen to those old assholes.
2: <laughs> when I say this, I mean pull the plug. This is it.
3: <laughs> you got new Fire! pull the plug. <laughs> I hate that guy I love no. that
2: guy
0: man That's Carl's new favorite oh, besides, I hate but, that guy I couldn't the, even,
1: under, couldn't even understand okay what he's saying one.
0: Pull the plug
2: baby Fire! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's
3: play another song hey, by uh, you know, we, yeah. did, we did it again. We didn't say anything about uh, Hariz.
0: Well, we'll say it on the back end because I think we've also got some uh, questions that he's answered yeah, well, too. Well, well,
2: well today here, Hariz is going to say enough about himself. So yeah. we, got him, yeah. we got him to sell his own stuff. Hey, none of this. Let the artist tell themselves. This, call himself this buddy. show's
3: getting professional.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. All
3: professional.
0: Right. Uh, let's listen to uh, The Reason by Hariz. It's kind of a ballad, this
1: one. I, I like his tune. I'm why you got these issues you cried all out of tissues you tried to forget me and I'd love some way to fix you Kinda, kinda just wish you Never even met me and I don't know it's easy yet Fall to be the one on the edge But what's good key- say one day i'll realize this all happened in real life and i'm never getting you back Cause I know
3: that I'm the reason I like this guy i um he's he's rhyming issues and tissues i'm I'm there Yeah, it's
2: kinda, it's kinda cool, yeah, and uh, how you know i get I always ask this question, I guess I'm preoccupied with it. How old is this guy? He sounds he's, seems young,
0: yeah, he's young, he's like mid twenties I think.
3: Nice. Uh, Perfect.
0: Maybe like 24-ish, 24,
2: 25. Go, That's baby. really
3: great. He sounds very accomplished for
0: 20s. I think he is. And uh, he just, he sounds like he's got it together for like a, a young 20-year-old.
3: What questions did we ask him? Well,
2: you want to you get into the
0: questions? We
3: yeah. asked him
2: three questions. Uh, the first one is, we asked him, will you be releasing new music in 2021? You want to hear what he had to say?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, totally. New music in 2021. In fact, I have a single coming out in a month, month and a half, and then about four to five weeks after that one, another single, which both of those will be leading up to the EP that I've been working on since November. So yeah, I'm super excited to be releasing more stuff. And uh, yeah, it's super close to my heart as, as it should be. And I can't wait till those stories are told. Cool. Yeah, I like
3: he, I like how he's calling song stories. That's excellent.
2: Is that his name, or is that is that his actual name? So or?
0: it is. So his his actual name is Justin Hariz. So Hariz is his last name.
2: Ah. Like, bon, like kind of like Bon Jovi.
0: Yeah, kind of like Bon Jovi.
2: Which you probably hate being compared to Bon Jovi. <laughs> oh, Lord. These old dudes, man, they're fucking like, comparing me to Bon Jovi. No, no, what,
0: so what I like about his answer there, though, is he just seems very organized and like knowing where he's going, even though Greg says that there's a lot of unknown and... Being able to get where people want to go, he just mm-hmm. there's like the dr- I could hear the drive behind his voice. He has the
2: he has the he has the mission, man. He's 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 uh, you know he's young and has the mission. Like
3: he also yeah, he has enough enthusiasm and enough. Um, you know, we're just um, jaded,
2: you know. We we <laughs> like you know we're like like eight hundred missions in. Like you know we're on the you know when you get like those those war movies like those sniper movies. Yeah, get, like the, the old guy in the in the copter who's like he's been like since Nam, he's like the colonel. Then you get these new guys yeah. up going home. and then we're the old guys smoking the cigar I'm like <laughs>
3: surfing in the napalm baby that's what I'm doing you're right you're yeah. like
2: yeah. you're like yeah. Robert Duvall yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, oh, whatever, still buddy. calling for the resurgence of radio you know, <laughs> whatever. Mean, they, should
2: we'll... bring, they should bring back the yeah well a couple of couple of weeks ago even said they should uh, have yeah, the,
3: bring back the caravans
2: yeah the caravan shows <laughs> 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 I think we should rate the artist at the state <laughs> fairs. So then we asked him, uh, what artists or albums are you loving at the moment? I always like to hear what, the, what newer people, what they're listening to right now. So let's see what he had to say.
4: So I've been vibing with two artists lately. Um, the first one would be the Kid Leroy um, without you has been blasting in my car every single day for like the past month. Uh, I love that song. And that kid's got a lot of talent. I love his voice. Um, and then after that would be Dua Lipa. Uh, Oh my God. I mean, come on. She's just a star. I love the way that she can bring that seventies and eighties feel up to like 2021. And almost like it's like 2025 we're here what's going to be cool four years down the line. So yeah, no, those two, those two artists I would say are like the, the ones I really have my head wrapped around.
2: Okay, I love... I, you know, this is my little pet peeve with this now. What does... Um, <laughs>
4: Carl's Rules.
2: No, that's not a Carl's Rule. Just Carl's Pet Peeve. You got to get a new sound for that one. I love when a, a younger person's... They're taking what they think a 70s, 80s feel is. Because I was in the 70s and 80s, and I know what the feel was. So I don't, I don't hear Dua Lipa is anything that has to do with the 70s, in my opinion. Am I wrong?
3: I, I'm going to have to listen more, but... Uh... I remember I remember hearing an artist, I don't even know if he's around anymore, many years ago named Maxwell that was kind of bringing a new kind of bringing acoustic instruments back into kind of hip hop recording technique. And I felt like that was seriously influenced by 70s and uh, maybe even a little 60s. I don't know enough about this artist that he mentioned. I,
2: I think she's cool. You know, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know a lot about her either, but I think she's yeah. kind of cool. But you guys just we, we've I, talked, well, we...
0: <laughs> I was just going to say for Dua Lipa, like I honestly didn't know who she was or who Kid Leroy was until Harise mentioned them because. You know, my songs are ventured around what three year olds sing nowadays, but Coco Melon, Coco Melon, the soundtrack to Annie, all of the Disney stuff. So I I enjoy this this uh, question just because it allows me to go back into, you know, not being a mom and figuring out what's going on, like. Outside of the country world in the music industry, so for me, when I was listening to Dua Lipa this morning, I was like, she reminds me of back in the day, which isn't really a huge back in the day, but like early, <laughs> <laughs> early two thousands bar club music. Like that's kind of right, what
2: early two thousands, yeah, like you know, which is twenty years ago, but it's not the seventies, no. You know, no, you know, the seventies is like. Well, we need Murray. to give
3: <laughs> Paris an opportunity to rebut. You know, right so, you
2: know so maybe I'm an shoot idiot, us maybe, a
3: text yeah. or shoot us an email and listen to old people yeah, uh you know this old- br- this this loop came from you know directly off of a you know confunction album in the 70s or whatever right let us know. Confunction?
2: What do you like? I like you know, me some confunction. What's that like? Sesame Street? In Junction Junction? What do you? <laughs> no,
3: you, you don't. You don't Junction, remember confunction?
0: No, that's the, that's a Capitol Hill, and it was only a biller. What is it called? Conjunction no, Junction? Know. No, there's a whole. No,
3: that, no, <laughs> confunction was a, a a funk band in the seventies. I should have not mentioned it.
0: Um, okay, but I was going to say,
3: <laughs> but, Carl, I hate these news. <laughs> These new things don't don't use them anymore. I'm going to boycott next week. Fire!
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but the Kid Leroy part, I had no idea who that was. Again, I, I heard the
2: name, I, I couldn't tell you one thing. But
0: like, I, so I went and I, I found music and I started listening to it, and just the image I had from like how this person sounds to like who this person actually is is totally different, and it's mind blowing when you find out that this is like a young. Probably not a young teen, but like a teen from Australia who's like making these kind of really cool rap music.
3: I also think it's uh, kind of refreshing that Hariz was basically just right off the bat willing to say, "Okay, I love I love this. I'm influenced by that." He digs I mean, like, stuff. You He's you know a because some like people like him, some people won't talk about other artists when they're trying hey, to do their like own a thing. You know? guy. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So he had one last question, kind of kind of similar, but it's um. We asked him, "Do you have any? Do you have a musical inspiration?" And also, what type of music did you listen to growing up? Like, what was your favorite artist? Let's see what he had to say about that.
4: So, my inspiration kind of comes from all over. I don't really isolate a specific genre. You know, uh, I try and stay as broad as possible because from every genre, you have these details and qualities that you know, you can pick and choose that you want to use for your own voice and for your own writing. And and that's kind of how inspiration comes, you know, not from digging down in one genre only just from exposing yourself to as much as possible. And, you know, luckily growing up, I had exactly that, you know, I always had music playing in the house. Uh, you know, everything from the Eagles to Lionel Richie to George Michael to uh, Nirvana to Rihanna to Maroon 5. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So, you know, I, I was really lucky to have that broad exposure. Yeah. And then as far as a favorite artist right now, ooh, that's that's tough. But I would definitely have to say Dua Lipa. She's killing it right now. And I cannot get her songs out of my head. I mean, she's awesome.
2: Yeah, I think this guy likes Dua Lipa. Is she? Is she good looking? This girl.
0: Yeah, she. I mean, she is. I think she's from we the UK too. We got to hook up parties
2: with, uh, with, 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 with Dua Lipa.
3: <laughs> yeah, he needs to send this to yeah send this send this to her. Um, no, nah, man, it. I I uh, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing more and certainly that new EP coming in the summer. Did he say? I think this has been uh an upbeat episode in keeping with my lowered expectations of the <laughs> well, music like, again, business.
2: The, the, you know, when did you ever have great
3: expectations? It's that like, I well, think I, I think that's the, that's a little epiphany I had this week is You've that, never
2: had expectations.
3: I, no, I have wanted so much for the people that I've worked with, you know, and, uh, I get sick and tired and angry when they don't get what they deserve. And, um, I'm going to stop that. I'm going to lower my well, expectations. Yeah, well, a well,
2: yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, well, you know, come on, that how long have people not gotten what they deserve? That goes for on and on and on. I can I can name a million artists from my you know from growing up that were great that never got anywhere, you know, and, and they should have. And and then there's but I think there, there is many,
3: somewhere you know, to get. I think I think it's attainable. I think it's uh, you know I think we can put people in a position where they can do this for a living, and that's enough. If we can do, if we can just do that, my work. Well, you know, I think be- it's
2: changed. It's going back to what it used to be. Like, I perfect example was, um, you know, I think of sports figures. Back in like the seventies, the sixties, you know, Mickey Mantle, who everyone knows Mickey Mantle, right? He, yeah,
3: was, he's a, like a, a legendary, yeah, legend, legend.
4: yeah.
2: You know when he when he retired, you know he had to get a job. He, he wasn't set for life. Nowadays, all these young people, like A Rod, they're worth $400 million after they quit. They're making $40, $50 million a yeah. year.
3: Yeah, that's Th- bizarre. Those days
2: are, I, that's like the equivalent of rock stars. Baseball sports still has rock stars. You know, I think they're a little, that's going to change again too, because early on, you know, like guys like, you know, Hank Aaron, you know, had to get a, you know, a, Worked at a car dealership after he retired. For, from you know, the, you know what's weird
3: is, and I was thinking about that this week. too, the, the idea, the music that business
2: don't have to be a lifetime. You know, you're in for ten years and then you're set for life.
3: We completely, I mean, I think we overvalue and overestimate the power uh, and the importance of celebrity. Uh, you know, I America mean, in fact, more the, than any country. America, yeah, more but than, I mean, Europe. The the people that I would consider to be you know legendary in one generation, they're completely forgotten.
2: Well, the the, you know? the the word icon has been so over abused. Everyone's an icon right. now. It's ridiculous.
3: Exactly. So when you consider that everybody that's creating content for the next fifteen or twenty years is gonna be forgotten in the next thirty, none of it's really that important. You know, that's the way I'm looking at it.
2: Well, there are some iconic people, like you know, whatever you want to think about it, Elvis is iconic.
3: I don't think he's gonna be forgotten anytime soon.
2: You know, like um The Beatles.
3: But, yeah, but everybody, I mean, yeah, right. everybody has the potential to be forgotten. This is a great line. That's a great line, crazy.
2: by the way. Everyone has the potential
3: to be forgotten. <laughs> That's a great line. A chance to be forgotten. Yeah.
2: Yeah, everybody would love to Everybody love, well, deserves to be forgotten. A lot of these artists forgotten. wish they had the, the luxury of being able to be forgotten.
3: <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> that means you had to have been remembered at some point.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: I don't know. So, yeah, so we kind of got through this. How's our new – Our new, um,
3: new artist
2: Our new format, right.
3: Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it works. But before I did, go Did we have his? Uh, did we have Hariza's new single?
2: We do yeah, have. We're going to end with that. But before we go, before we end with Hariza's new single, which is which Midnight,
0: Midnight right? Yep.
3: I
2: want I want to like say fire!
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought you were I thought you
0: I thought you were going to <laughs> say something profound.
3: I thought he I thought he was, was going to apologize to us for yeah. how he's oh, acted this week. You know we never week. did.
2: And those were the questions of the week. Which don't apply so much anymore. I don't know, but
0: well, no. I mean, it does technically apply. So it's just the segment. Just it, instead of multiple artists, it's just one now.
3: If you are a fan of Haris and you've enjoyed this podcast, please shoot us an email or text us. Because if it's been too painful, we'd also like that feedback, and we'll know whether or not our new format whether or is, not to block <laughs> Carl, let me see if you can pick up on this. We'll know whether or not our new format catches Fire
0: <laughs> Okay. Anyway. Oh, all right, let's get out of this episode. Let's
2: end with we're gonna end with midnight. So you talk us out and we'll and we'll end with uh Hariz's new song.
0: All right. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining us on this episode of the 9420 podcast. For all of the links to everything that we've spoken about in this show, you can go to our website, which is 9420.com. That is the numbers, 94 and the letters T-W-E-N-T-Y. Until next time, we'll talk to you all later. And here Fire! is, <laughs> is Hariz's latest single, Midnight Fire! on the Way Out. The moon keeps testing me. I'm turning endlessly
1: When you should be in my bed Cause I can't fall asleep In these empty sheets When you should be here instead It's not like it's the first time we've been here before So grab your keys and drive and I'll I'll unlock my door Cause it's midnight It's haunting you, and you don't wanna be alone. But we both know the truth. You made up some excuse. So you could just hit up my phone. Yeah, it's not like it's the first time we've been here before. So grab your keys and drive, and I'll unlock my door. Cause it's midnight, we know not on our minds So won't you come?